Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans, and with me this week, it's Pete Harcourt. Good evening, Phil. Hi, Pete. Just you and I. Just us two. No gym this week. No poetry corner. Unlike the last few weeks, we've just got one game of football to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Not been spoiled, have we, this week? No, we haven't. Although, I, I have a brief extra game of football to talk about because I went to see the women because we were we were not playing in the international break I thought well I'll see the women play and went and saw a fairly routine defeat by Aston Villa and I uh, uh, felt the warm and familiar yeah. uh, that feeling are you a, are you a club club man big time over country football so when England are playing you just crave any kind of West Ham football not really but I just thought uh, it's quite easy to get to yeah. and uh, I just sort of thought yeah, free Sunday afternoon went freezing cold yeah. alright though you know good atmosphere was alright you know it was alright it's quite why isn't it the women's going yeah yeah. Um, anyway, the game the men's team played was against uh, Burnley, and we won it in quite an exciting way. Now, football does bring us those wonderful moments of delight from time to time. Um, for example, uh, animals on the pitch, uh, one of my favourite things, unauthorised wildlife encroachments. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm a huge supporter. Cats. Uh, dogs, birds. I'm not sure I've seen anything else encroach on the pitch. It would be um, interesting if they released like a lion. Yes, Crystal Palace obviously birds of prey, but then they've got them from a shop and bought them there. Especially, it's not like a genuine kite or eagle has swooped yeah. into uh, a football ground near Croydon. Yeah. But that would be wonderful if that yeah, did wouldn't happen. It? Next, humans on pitch. Human encroachment on pitch. I love you that. Like humans on the pitch. I love it. I love it. Dressed uh, or undressed? Both. Okay. Both perfectly acceptable to me. <laughs> um, Erica Rowe was the name of the famous uh, streaker who streaked a rugby game in the 1970s. Yeah. I still remember that. And, and there was the bloke in the cricket, the nude bloke who leapt over the stumps. 
He's the same one that did the tennis as well, isn't he? Is it that the one that's really he? Yes. famous? Yeah, yeah, sort of maybe early 80s or yeah. something. Um, and, of course, a fight. Uh, but now they rest with the referees, instead of encouraging it, seem almost to... Uh, look down their noses at a fight on the pitch between. They should encourage it like ice hockey. They should do. Yeah, they absolutely should do. Um, and of course, in that category, uh, bonus delights at football matches are last minute wins, yep. especially away at home. We've now been t- treated to two one at home uh, against Nottingham Forest, an 88th minute goal from Thomas Suchek. Uh, the feeling of release when that happens is fantastic. A last minute winner or a last minute turnaround of a game is just a fantastic thing, it's part of the thing that keeps us coming, and I wish I had gone to the Burnley game, I was going to go, but my uh, uh, Jim, I was going to go with and I was going to drive, couldn't make it in the end and so I didn't I didn't go uh, but I would have loved to have seen that uh, and what or the last time. five minutes of it yeah, or just seen the last but in a way you have to see the previous 87 minutes for those last few minutes to feel as good as they do Yeah. Um, but it is, you know they always say a team's kind of vulnerable when they've just scored, but I think a home team hanging on to a win is possibly more vulnerable. You know, you see a lot of late turnarounds, don't you? Yes. You've certainly been on the end of them. Yeah. It's um, if the other team has got it in them to chase the game. And actually this season we have sort of stayed in games. You know, we went to that Villa game, didn't we, which we lost sort of 3-1. But actually towards the end, you sort of thought we could get a second now. And if we get a second, we could get a third, you know. And we were definitely sort of chasing that game. And we've seen that a couple of times this season, only for it to, you know, uh, fall apart disappointingly at the end of the, at the, end of the day. But um, we are staying in games. I think that's a characteristic of Moyes, uh, you know, and his whatever he's bringing to the team. The... Um, it's that second half, though, Phil. It's the first sort of mm. five or ten minutes of the second half. I've read something on social media where somebody said, Moyes must have the most boring half-time team yes. Because they just come out so sleepy. They do. The problem in football is that every team then focuses on that. Yeah. You know, if it happens once, fair enough. We're talking four, maybe four or five times a season. It hasn't always been the case, though. He's turned it around at half-time in previous seasons quite yeah. often. But uh, we actually start quite well now. And... You know, a regular pattern this season and actually last season in our bad season was starting well but not putting the ball in the net. Yeah. And then the other team starts to come into it. We start to lose our nerve because everything we're doing is, you know, bearing no fruit whatsoever. And then suddenly we're in a, you know, we're in a match when we could have been a goal or two up, you know. And we've spoken about that on the podcast. And we have. When yeah. you're on top of a game, you've got to score. You've got to score, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is that thing of um, within a few minutes of the restart, the other team scores. Of course, it was a penalty this time. And I've got to say, that guy, yeah. Both of those. I mean, what a fucker. I mean, wretched, hateful diving. It's like... I watched that. that the, second, the first one, I'm surprised in this current... I'm not saying it is a penalty. In this current day and age with VAR, they overanalyze stuff. I'm surprised it wasn't a penalty. Yes. The second one, I had to watch it 10 times just to see whether there was any contact. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's almost, 
it is almost because they didn't give the first one, isn't yeah. it? Between the referee and VAR. He's seen it at half time. Yeah. Oh, it's just ridiculous. But neither of them are repairing, I don't no. think, because it's just not enough. No. Uh, you know, we talk about this every week, don't we? It's just penalties and sending offs ruin games. Mm-hmm. Um, penalties, I mean, I, you know, I'd love to see the stats now, sort of since VAR. There must be. Must be more penalties, but it was kind of starting to happen before VAR. Yeah. I think they're it's just whenever they feel contact, isn't it? Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that they're buying it, but yeah. also VAR is proving the wrong thing. You're going, yeah, we we can see there's contact. You don't need hundreds of thousands of pounds of computer technology to show us that there was contact. It's simply not enough to go down. And if you're banning all contact in the penalty area. <clears throat> We might as well just pack up and go home now. It's just, it's, it's become... You don't need a ref. No, that's right. You just right. don't need it. Well, you know, with these tight offside decisions, I, I was sort of thinking there was, you know, there's been a couple of very tight ones. On match of the day this weekend, I can't remember if it was yesterday's or the day before's, it's absolutely level. The players are completely level. But one of them, because, because they're not joined at the hip like um, football players... Of course, someone's hand is going to be in advance of the other player. Yeah. But if that's what offside comes down to, there's no point in a player trying to beat the offside trap. You know, this, no. it takes all the art out of the game. It's yeah. like, well, why should, you know, why should I beat the offside trap if, it, if it's then a judge that I haven't beaten the offside you know, trap because my fringe is offside? Or- I think Arsene Wenger's got a really good... I don't know whether you, he made a statement, I think it was last season, where he said one of the things that he was hoping to push for is that it's all about the bodies being in line. Let's yeah. worry about limbs. Yeah. If bodies are in line, then it's onside. Well, that's like the, uh, you know, the finish in a sprint race. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like the torso, yeah. uh, the torso crossing the line. It doesn't matter if you kind of, you know, throw your hand out to get it over the line. You know, You're penalising people for having big feet. Well, we're going to yeah. start binding children's feet. We're penalising them for having big penises. That's why it's called penalised. That's why it's called penalised. <laughs> I always remember the chant at Liverpool when um, Suarez scored. Yeah. And they started singing your teeth were offside. His teeth were offside. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So good. Mm. Um, but anyway, we did seem to come back into that game, uh, yeah. you know, by by a lot of accounts, we were sort of poor in the first half, mm. um, and uh, a few players from the international break, yeah, came back. I mean, Moyes said in his his conference afterwards that Alvarez and Kudos got back at five o'clock on Thursday from Mexico, and I can't remember where Kudos played. Yeah, um, you know, jet lag. We all suffer from it when we go on a holiday, let alone play yeah. 90 minutes of football and then come back. So, and it and it showed. But strangely, Kudos actually got better as the game went on. Yeah, yeah. And that second ball. Yeah, ball absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah, absolute thing. Well, the space he makes for himself is great, isn't it? He's incredibly closely attended by that uh, fullback, but it's like the fullback isn't expecting him to sort of cut inside, whereas. Yeah. Which is strange. It's pretty much all he can do at that point. But he, yeah. he gets, you know, I mean, he just gets the freedom to play that sort of long raking ball. But it's a perfectly angled ball. For sure. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, both, you know, both crosses were great. That yeah. very dangerous near post thing. Yeah, with his right foot, one with yes, his left. Yeah. yeah, and there's always a danger that'll go in off a defender, which of course it did. But yeah. uh, Mabama's run is great to get in front of that defender. Yeah, and I'm delighted for him. Yeah, it was so good to see him get some minutes. But um, 
by all accounts, I only saw the highlights, but our performance generally did uh, become better in the second half. Yeah, yeah. They definitely stepped up a gear in the second half, but it, it had to, Phil. And the the substitutions came on sort of the 60th minute, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, he made them yeah. early. It wasn't yeah. working, clearly. Um, I text you, didn't I, on the, on the Friday, mm. or it might have been, even been the Saturday morning, saying, you know, they've played six at home and lost six. Yeah. Scored four, conceded 18. There's there's no excuse for losing. <laughs> no, but that is the, the classic thing is, you know who you have to play, Very don't true. you? You know, we can, uh, we can help a team with that. Very true. But with that win, we're ninth. Yeah, four points clear of Chelsea now. Yes, so that's a nice gap to have. No, it's a place team. No, and our sort of you know our very good start, which became almost a bad start. These yeah. two wins have returned it to perfectly acceptable start. You know, um, in our good season, sixth and seventh, I think we won half our matches. Mm-hmm. You know, and possibly even over half our matches. Yeah, one of the seasons we might have won twenty games, and. That's great, you know. That's easily sort of mid-table, if not sort of upper mid-table. And I mean, I think we'd be we'd be happy with that, you know. Especially still in the cup. Yeah, yeah. You know, European football as well. I think yeah. we, you know, this season it does feel like um, we're really feeling those Thursday nights. You know, I think the kind of the shines come off it. You know, the season before last. We were like, bring it on. We'll play Thursday and Sunday. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, last season, bit of a struggle. We ended up winning the whole thing. Yeah. Um, this season, it does feel like, you know, it is hard work. Though, though you know, we'll come on to Bakatopola on uh, on Thursday later. But, it, you know, those they've been harder games. Yeah, I think it's definitely been a step up. Olympiacos were tough in yeah. both legs. And, we, you know, we did well to win the other. I find it... Strangely, like a defeat or even you know a poor draw, it used to sit with me for four or five days. Yeah, but the turnaround of games is so quick now that you, you sort of have one day of sulking about it. Yeah, and the next day you're in the build up to another game. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. none more so than 10 games in 33 days. We've got. that's what's coming up now. Yeah, yeah, uh, which I guess must begin with that Thursday game anyway. Uh, so Mabama and uh, Ben Rama came on for Alvarez and Ings. Um, it is interesting that, that you know, uh, Moyes was quite, quite slated for, you know, the fact that he had essentially replaced one midfielder with two and then wanted to play his seemingly obsolete midfielder as well as these two new guys so that it was going to be Suchek, Alvarez and Ward Prowse. But... He seems to sort of set a precedent fairly quickly of maybe taking one of them off mm-hmm. and yeah, you know rotating those three guys rather than playing all three of them all game, uh, and that's been a quite a pleasant surprise, you know, because he is cautious. You sort of thought we might be seeing that all season, every single game: Alvarez, Ward, Prowse, and uh, Suchek. Yeah, but uh, he seems sort of happy to take one of them off as long as you know they're kind of holding their own in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Ings came off for Mabama. Well, it's interesting you should say about Danny Ings because I decided to make a list of things that have happened since Danny Ings has scored in the Prem. Right. So we got the coronation of King Charles. It must have been a new iPhone. <laughs> there has been a new iPhone. Right. Warner Brothers turned 100. 
Right. West Ham were massive. Right. The Prague Europa Conference win, uh, the US Golf Championships, FIFA Women's World Cup, Disney turned 100, Diwali, I discovered my first grey pubic hair, uh, 9-11, the Berlin Wall came down. Has Danny Ings turned 100 since his last goal? He very well may have done. You've got the JFK assassination, yep. uh, man landed on the moon. Yeah. Guy Fawkes gunpowder plot. Right. The plague. Yeah. And finally, the Battle of Hastings. But we don't have confirmation yet that might have taken place when he scored two against Forrest. Right, right. Must have been so. happening while, while he did. Um, he's gone bald and regrown hair. <laughs> Oh, I just so, made the list. I yeah. have, we'll have to go back. Yeah, he's gone for and regrown hair. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a radio producer that produced a series uh, that, that I wrote, um, who I really didn't like very much. And he went bald, got hair plugs, and then they fell out. So he, he went bald twice. Wow. So Ings might, have, Ings might have another embaldening. Yes. Coming his way before he scores. Before he scores, before yeah. He scores so loses hair, grow hair, lose hair again. <laughs> um, it's not happening for him, is it? It's not. And do you know what? I, I'm so glad. I know we've already highlighted that Mubama came on at 62 minutes, mm. whenever it was, to get half an hour of football. There's no. Yes. So at games, you would have seen that going for 85 minutes and then bring him on for like seven minutes. Totally yeah. Pointless. Yeah. But you've got to give, if something's not working, you've got to give defences something else to think about. Yeah, definitely. And they are two completely different strikers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I think, um, you know, a front line of uh, Kudus, one of them's got to play on the wrong side, Bowen and, and um, Mubama. Yeah. Could be really good, you know. And we might see it on Thursday. We yeah. might because it. Yeah, I just don't know. I, <laughs> he's going to start Ings, isn't he? Why are we even? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, for that, I mean, we are top of that group, so it's a sort of dead rubber. So I could see him doing that, really. You know, saving quite a lot for the Palace game. Do you think he'll? Do you think he'll do all eleven? I wonder. No, he won't really. <laughs> well, I mean, you've still got to win it because the next, mm. next in two weeks' time, it's, it's the, it's the yes. Deadline. You want it. To, you want to finish top of that group, don't you? Hundred percent. So um, I'd start Mubama. Just do it in reverse. Yeah. You know, if it's not working with Mubama after sixty-five minutes, bringings on. But yeah. Certainly for Thursday, yeah. And you know, Mubama's young as well. Hopefully, he can play Thursday and Sunday. I mean, it feels like that, that, you know, that seal of approval giving him half an hour at the weekend feels like he's looking at playing him now. Yeah. He made an interesting comment afterwards in the, in the press conference where uh, they said about giving him game time. And, and Moyes said, I don't know many 19-year-olds that are playing Premier League football, mm. which, is, which is correct. I think the important thing is, though, that he's now the go-to substitution, the first substitution. Yeah. Because Antonio's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, probably. Then he's got to ease himself back in. So he's got a real chance yes. there to break in, especially with that, those amount of games, 10 games in 33 days. He's got yeah. a real chance to get some minutes. Yeah, absolutely. But it, 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 it is... You know, it's so obvious to kind of armchair football fans what should happen. But, I mean, the example I always use is Freddie Sears, who yeah. sort of, you know, scored on his debut against Blackburn Rovers, but 
but then after that really looked like a fish out of water and you saw that the championship was probably a standard Frank Noble Frank yeah. same thing you know um, big strong sort of athletic you, you kind of went you know he can't be any worse than whoever else we had at the time which I guess we had Carlton Cole Maybe a few other people. It's probably in the Avram Grant season we had Frank Nubel. Um Grant, maybe the end of Sam Allardyce. Could have. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, end of Zola, beginning of um, Avram Grant. Actually, but he he ended up doing. He ended up really not doing much in football. His best best spell was at Chesterfield or something like that, and yeah. that was you know like a goal every five games or swing. And this is a forward. Yeah, you know he's played all over the place. He's still in the UK somewhere playing football. Yeah, he doesn't know league football. Does yeah, but he's, football. you know, he was really, he was not here. And it's, it's you know, it's possible that Divin is not it either. Mm. Uh, but, you know, we'll be able to see. You know, it's possible that that um, contract talk has possibly... Yeah, well, I mean, he could boys into thinking, well, let's, let's definitely have a look at him then. Yeah, but he could also be playing himself into, you know, showing himself off. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, um, but you'd like to think there's a few. Again, is if, is it agents or not? You know, they don't get paid unless they're signing new contracts or sealing yeah. transfers. We had uh, the young lad. I've forgotten his name. Sonny Perkins, is it? Yeah. That wanted a decent wage. He'd made a couple of appearances in the Europa, and then because we weren't going to pay him whatever it was, fifteen, twenty grand a week, he went to Leeds. I think he's on loan. Yeah, somewhere in the Championship, or he might. They got relegated, but I don't think he's seen much football. So, no, you know, there's very few Wayne Rooney's that come yeah. on the scene at 17 and just take the league by absolute speed. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'd, uh, let's not put too much pressure on him, but no. he's definitely put himself in Moise's thinking, and, and, and rightfully so. Yeah, and that what he, you know, what he did for that goal, he didn't score. Yeah. Uh, was what we've seen from him before. You know, he does um, he does have a, an eye for the run and an eye for a kind of taking up a position that's going to sort of cause a defence problems. You know, we watched him in the 5-1 uh, dismantling of Arsenal in the youth club. He didn't score a goal in that. No. But he ran all game and took defenders with him and was his play was really sort of canny. And given that sort of physicality, I mean, cannier than Antonio's, to be honest. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I think he might have a slightly better footballing brain, which is a sort of mean thing to say, but I think it might be the case. So, yeah, interesting. Um, but so, Kudus's crosses were, were great, you know. He's got a wonder of a left foot on him. Yeah. There's something about left-footed players. It, yeah. They're, just, they're, they're built different. Yeah, so... Uh, Early kickoff on Thursday... Yeah, 5.45, yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, I mean, just to to draw a line under that Burnley game, you know, we are, as you say, ninth in the league. There's a gap between us and the the next team, which is Chelsea. Um, And still a couple of nice fixtures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But the squad is absolutely paper thin. Yeah. You know, and we are going into this. 10 games in 33 days so yeah I, I, do, I just I wonder who will play at back at top you know Palace is important isn't it it's, it's at home it's, it's a huge game and from what I gather obviously they've not confirmed 
the, the lineups yet, but they lost Eze and Decore on the weekend. Decore went down when nobody was around. Yeah, that's so right. That looks bad. Yeah, and, and Eze mm. is obviously huge for them. But they've still got Elise. It yeah. causes us problems. Um, and they're good defensively, so... <laughs> It's going to be tight again, Phil. It is, yeah, yeah. Um. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Certainly one of those games, it felt really Thursday to Sunday-ish. Maybe it was the Villa game. I can't remember. But, but it really did feel that we we couldn't... We found it hard to respond, you know. Um, picked up, maybe it was... Would it have been the Forest game? I can't remember. We played the Thursday before that. Um, yeah, possibly the Olympiacos. Yeah, yeah, because I think that sort of Forest game, we sort of got our shit together at the end. Yeah, it looked. You know, there were times when just one forward player closed down a defender when it really needed two. Yeah, but, you know, they just went. I just can't. Yeah, I think there's there is less this season though of of that swap around of players. Mm. I mean, in in the other two European campaigns, it normally is an entire eleven. I mean, that first yeah. season in the Europa, we had um, Lanzini, Lanzini playing in midfield, obviously four nows. Nice. We had um, Diop and uh, Dawson as the centre backs that used yeah. to swap in, and then obviously Flynn Downs. Yeah, we yeah. we had some squad depth, but it seems like there's actually. You know, seven or eight that are playing yeah. every single every game. game. Sufal plays every and then game. internationals thrown in there. Ward Prowse plays every game. Yeah, um, it's going to take its toll. Yeah, yeah, um, yes. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. We're going to have to sort of, you know, be picking our games in those ten games. I think. Um, Who do you think you got any got any favourites for Hammer of the Year so far? Emerson for me. Emerson, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's been terrific, you know. Yeah, he's going to play every game for us. He's got to play every game, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, whatever business we do in January, it's, it's, it's probably not going to be much business, but it sort of needs a kind of, we need 
two backup fullbacks, really. We need sort of some of everything. I think it depends on who goes. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's not being involved in that battle at the bottom means that those teams at the bottom will be paying over the odds for players. Yeah. I mean, Fournals is probably not going to stay in the Premier League. It, it looks like no. he's probably off to Spain, but... I wouldn't be surprised if somebody comes in for Ben Rama. Well, there's a there's a rumour that won't go away that sort of Saudi Arabia is uh, is, oh, is always knocking on the door for Ben Rama. Right. But we really need to replace him unless Max Cornet is going to get any chance to show us what he can do. You know, is he still alive? Yes, he is still yes, alive. He has been seen, has he? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the, and and that's the other thing is that those players. I mean, Maxwell Cornet was a seventeen million pound. Signing, yeah, he's probably played about twelve minutes this season. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, we don't seem like the, the sort of team that can keep a large squad of players happy, despite the fact that we assiduously play with a very small squad and play the same eleven again. Yeah. It's, it's it feels like it's sort of two ends of a spectrum. The big teams, because they're always playing on you know three or four fronts because they're playing in cups and they're going deep into cup runs. And always, you know, I remember I've used this example before, sort of thinking we might be able to kind of snaffle um, Nathan Ake away from Manchester City because thinking he doesn't really play all that much. But then actually he did play all the cups they were in, and now he plays quite a lot yeah, in the first team. He, yeah. Plays a lot in the first team. Um, you know, it's funny that, that Adam Lallana doesn't play much at Brighton, but he's obviously sort of he's probably on good money because he went to them from Liverpool. Yeah. So it's probably on good wages. He might be happy to just sort of play every now and again. I think they might have had some injuries, so he's had a few games this season. But I was surprised to see him run out on the pitch earlier this season. Mm. I thought he might have gone somewhere or even hung his boots up. You know? I was the same with Oxlade Chamberlain. I wondered where he yes. got on, and I had to actually look, and he, he's gone to Turkey. Yeah, he's in Turkey. We were linked yeah. with him for years. Yeah. Every single window. We well, were... there was a time when I thought he would be great for us. Yeah. When, when we. Um, when we were sort of thinking about whether or not to get uh, Lingard back again, I sort of thought maybe we could coax Oxlade Chamberlain away from Liverpool. Mm-hmm. But again, I think he'll be on big wages. Having come from Arsenal to Liverpool, and I don't know what sort of. Tur- well, Turkey have invested a lot of money in their footballers. Yeah. People that have gone out there. So yeah. He's going to be on big wages. Big wages. And a free transfer as well, wasn't he? So. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I mean, if Ben Rama goes, which, you know, to be honest, I, I would sort of like to see, um, we do need some backup, you know. Yeah. When, you know, in the days when you sort of played two recognised strikers in a team, you sort of needed four strikers, didn't you? In the same way that centre-backs, you really need four centre-backs. Yeah. You, know? you need to have the capacity for two of your centre-backs to get injured. and for we two normally to do at West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's an attritional position, isn't it? But we are very unlucky. I mean, very unlucky. Yeah, and Zuma looks like he's injured from the minute he walks out. Yeah. He's like Frankenstein's monster, isn't he? It's difficult to tell when he's not injured because he's sort of the same injured or not injured. <laughs> he's like a sort of chicken that's head has been removed. He keeps going uh, and you kind of go, is it alive? Well, it's doing all the things that living things do except have a head. Yeah, like the knight in uh, a like yeah. Brian. Yeah, yeah, he's like that. <laughs> um, so yes, during the international break, I went to see the women play, and uh, 
that was a kind of very disappointing um, loss to Aston Villa. They didn't look particularly better than us. I sort of thought we, you know, the players on show seemed to be of a kind of fairly consistent standard. I think they had better forwards than we had. Did we sell some of our players today? Oh, there's quite a few of them that play. Well, uh, Rachel Daly, England's Rachel Daly, yeah. we had her, and now Villa have got her. Mm-hmm. Kenza Dali, Adriana Leon, uh, Alicia Lehman, all play for Villa, yeah. used to play for us. Those three at the same time. Yeah. Uh, sort of at the time of the TV show, you know, when they, Matt Beard was the manager and, um, uh, you know, Jack um, Sullivan had a TV show about him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we're, we're um, second bottom from the league And we're on the same points as the team that is bottom of the league it, yeah. One team falls out of that league And um, things look a little sort of grim for us at the moment mm. um, They're just not investing in clearly No, it's, it's a sort of microcosm of what's happened to the men's team over the years You know, sort of pre- periods when an injection of cash Would have really possibly pushed us up to the next level uh, and I'm sort of talking about the first few years of the Premier League, sort of early to mid '90s, you know. And in fact, when we bought Hartson and Kitson, that did herald a really good spell for West Ham that yeah. we then didn't push on with. You know, we spent the Rio money very badly because we wanted a new big stand. The moment that stand got built, we'd spent so much on it that we got relegated. Yeah, relegated. Um, similarly, the women's team, you know, it was just at the advent of the women's super league starting, and in fact, slightly before, we were sort of we'd be quite we'd be all right for a while, and then complacency would set in, and we'd be sort of rubbish again. And this, you know, this latest spell we had, where there was two series of a television show about us, and Jack Sullivan was. On BBC Three, there was some investment. Those players that have gone to Aston Villa were playing for us, and it was quite a kind of. Um, was the investment from BBC though? Yeah, that's Ham. right. You wondered. You you wondered. Um, James Cairns made the point that um, we don't even have a kind of an accredited academy. Uh, we are yeah. we have a lower rating. I don't know how these things are rated than London City Lionesses. Uh, presumably is a Millwall derivative if they're the Lionesses which is crazy really mm. you think now post the, the England women's success yeah. there's got to be loads of young girls playing football that those academies should be all over snapping them yeah. up yeah but West Ham's training facilities for the men's team isn't particularly great well either, that's right you know the point was made I think again by James that part of the problem with the sort of regime at the moment is that they don't invest in things that won't give them a return so infrastructure you know I think James made the point that Southampton had sort of overhauled their training facilities and spent something like 12 million on it and we'd spent something like four on moving from Chadwell Heath to Rush Green and um, just you know hadn't spent the money because that doesn't show on the pitch and in results of course it does yeah, it absolutely. does. Of course it does. But it doesn't, you know, there isn't a kind of instant return and you can't cash in, in on it, like selling a player or something yeah. like that. And similarly with the women's team, it's like it felt like they had a push at the time they were on telly, got some good players, 
found it hard for them to gel as Chelsea in the men's game are discovering at the moment and that's you know been replicated a few times in the kind of men's Premier League game uh, it didn't end up that great so they just stopped investing in it and, and now as long as we're not like the very last team in that division we'll just chug along but then we might be the last team in that division yeah but what's there's not that many teams in that league so no. You've got more of a chance, I guess, to get into Europe. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, I mean, we didn't. Um, Villa were only one place above us, but you know, I've seen just the highlights shows, and it looks like they've sort of at least we haven't clicked really. You know, we we we've sort of after selling all those players, Dali, Leon, Lehman. Um, and sort of cutting our cloth a bit more with that Ollie manager, what was his name, the Australian guy, then uh, Koncheski, yeah. another um, the woman that manages it now, his name I've just forgotten. Um, uh, yeah, we we've just sort of settled down to just go as long as we as long as we can stay in that division. But there are teams that feel like they're you know they might if they click. They'll be camped out in the middle of that division and we'll be pushed to the lower depths of that division. Tottenham, Leicester, Everton, Brighton. Um, we really lacked firepower up front. That was the difference between the two teams. Their finishing was just better. They were more dangerous. You know, What's the style of football, Phil? Um, I mean, there's a lot of sort of... They worked quite hard. They had a sort of, you know, medium press. Uh, there's quite a lot of... Long crossfield balls, but not being from Nayafagaird, they okay. quite often don't really get to the person they're intended to go to. Yeah, you know, um, there were quite a lot of balls over the top for, um, y- you know, um, a say our French player is really good, uh, and there's a Japanese woman, um, Aiku. Ayuki, uh, who was very small, but was expected to kind of like chest or head balls over the top, and that came to nothing. Yeah. You know? um, and I think those long balls and balls over the top are something that happens with sort of fatigue as much as being a conscious tactic. You know. Um, so do we look? Do we look out of our depth for the moment in that? We we just needed a bit more quality I mean I think they I think they you know they obviously did sell a lot of good players and you know um, Leon is a forward yeah. we got rid of her um, if Danny Ings grows his hair could he yes he could possibly he could possibly, get in there. He could possibly play there Found, yeah yeah if he identifies as yeah. a woman he could possibly play in that yeah. team I, I call him they anyway uh, that's my pronoun for Danny. <laughs> you, don't, you don't call him by his name. Yeah. I just hope that by pretending there's several of them, he might be better. So I, I, I call him they. <laughs> well, if that is the case, then Moyes is going to be doing that suit check. If he can get more than one suit check out. Absolutely. Now, he bloody will. Yeah, yeah. Um, what a pleasure it is to see his childlike goal celebration freak. <laughs> yeah, he's like the person that looks least likely to say the word we uh, in his time. You know, Lee Hodges, Kevin Keane, those were players. Joe Cole, in a way, you yeah. might have felt, you know, some we might come from him. <laughs> but, uh, 
Oh, he got his 57th concussion in midweek as well, didn't he? Yeah. He was great in the post-match interview because, um, you know, he volleyed that cross from um, uh, Kudos. Yeah. Uh, and he went, uh, well, I had stitches in the head, so I knew I couldn't kick. <laughs> I couldn't hit it. And it's like pragmatic reason why he does a sensational volley was that he just couldn't hit it. Because he had stitches and stuff. Great finish. Yeah, yeah, it was great. great finish, finish, to be fair. It was great. I mean, he really is doing it, isn't he? I mean, was he four in four? Yeah, this time four in four. Yeah, he's. And I mean, two winners in two Premier League matches. Yeah, you know, that's those are those are points on the board. And interestingly, on in those games where you you were talking earlier on about maybe changing one of the midfielders. Yeah. A lot of the time, you are going. Oh, he's going to take Suchek off. Yeah. Bloody glad he hasn't in those two games. Well, some of those games he's really, you know, not contributed that much. Yeah. And then yeah, it's Nolan come up, effect. Yeah. Come up with a yeah, yeah, yeah. Come up with a goal. I mean, he's obviously he's sort of talismanic. Yeah. So yes, so um so we have two games coming up to talk about. There is the back of Topola. I mean it is he is just going to run some players into the ground, isn't he? Because they'll probably just play in both of those games. I, uh, I mean, if we if we get our noses in front, in front, I mean, you you get the feeling you want to start strong, won't you? In, in Serbia, it would be it would be nice to to be able to get a couple of goals up, take players off, take players off, definitely. You'd hope that um, Bowen's, you know, the, the lot of the talk of this injury has been that it's not serious and that, you know, hopefully he'll be back. I definitely wouldn't start him in that one, though. No. You, you, you want him back for Palace, don't you? So you yeah. have him there as an emergency on the bench. Um, they are, I know they've, they've scored quite a few in the in the Europa League, but they are the whipping boys of that yeah. of that group. So so maybe you'll see, well, you'll see Mavropanos, won't you? Uh, see you'll see, you might see Kera for Bonner, for Scoot well. You might see Ogbonna, yeah. yeah. Fabs will be back in. Yeah, Fabs will no be back in. No issues with that. Uh, Cresswell, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. He was injured, wasn't he? Um, but uh, he might... still come back in for him as well in January. Yeah, I wonder. Potentially. And, I mean, you know, if we've got a sort of... If there's someone lined up, I would let him go. Mm. You know, someone younger. Yeah. Much as I like Aaron Cresswell, you know, he's he's played for us for nine years. He's, yeah, I mean, I, I... Obviously, on football flashbacks, we, we build our all-time 11 from players mm. that we, you know, we grew up loving or, you know, that, that were our favourite and our... Dix came at sort of when I was just getting into football yeah. so I only maybe saw a year or two of him I didn't see him in his prime so for me my left back probably would be Cresswell yeah at his peak I mean yeah. his, you know that injury came just after his peak really it was mm. at the beginning of um, Bilic's sort of bad second season it's funny actually that season I read an interview with um, Slaven Bilic recently somewhere it was online and um, I'd forgotten that that second season which was the first season at the Thunderdome was actually 11th so it wasn't that it wasn't actually that bad but it felt fucking wretched that season when you follow up the season that yeah had though I guess that's that was easy on the eye as well yeah Yeah. Uh, I suppose it was the kind of you know the, the fall off from that previous year, but we really got spanked quite a lot in that season. I'm amazed. It, it was quite 
possibly one of those seasons where just the sort of shuffling around of teams meant that we finished 11th you know if it had been another season we would have finished much lower because we lost like quite near the end of the season we lost five in a row that season that's like that was where we dropped off the intensity wasn't there yeah. and the fitness thing started to kick Terrible. in as well yeah yeah most likely well, we've got these players that we have to do is turn up and we'll win but. and then the season after that was even worse yeah. and uh, then he was fired but um, yeah uh, it was at the beginning of that season that Cresswell was injured in a pre-season game in one of the Europa games wasn't it yeah um, and a lot of our assists came from him yeah he was a flyer down the left, wasn't he? Well, they, that 15-16 season, him and um, Carl Jenkins, Jenkins were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Were fantastic. I mean, it was it wasn't just Pie. It was more, much more than the kind of the team was. You know, at least the sum of its parts, if not more. There was, there was so really much team. movement in that yeah. team. And when you've got people like Lanzini and Pye and Noble as well, yeah, was tremendous. It was really good in that season. Yeah, yeah. So, so. I think I think that's I think we'll win that on Thursday. Yeah, Danny Ings hat trick. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that was sort of at the back of my mind for um, Saturday as a Danny Ings Sunday, uh, whenever it was uh, a Danny Ings hat trick. Well, just um, running towards the camera like Maradona, but yeah, but that um, didn't happen. No, didn't happen. Yeah, I think it's the uh, Ings experiment really hasn't worked out. Um, so yes Predictions for back at Topola. I'm going to go 3-0 But I'm not going to go Danny Ings hat-trick No I'm going to go with a Mubama goal though I'm going to get yes. Have him getting a goal Yes Who did he get his Was it disallowed It was in the European games Wasn't it Yeah he's, I think he's had Was it disallowed or something was that home, an own goal as well? I think he's had a couple that have been yeah. like that. I think he headed it back across goal. Yeah. It was going wide and it hit the defender's chest or leg. And went in. In. Yeah, so yeah. he's had a couple that have been... So he's due off. an actual real goal. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully he steals one off Danny Ings. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go 3-0 on that one. 3-0, excellent. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 to us. 2-1. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe there was... Oh, we can't keep a clean sheet, can we? No. I was silly to predict 3-0. Palace. That's going to be much tougher. Yeah, injuries. They are. They are. They are. They're hard to play against. We've. I always remember the games with Pyatt and Lanzini because we always scored some great goals in those. Mm. Carroll as well with that phenomenal overhead kick. Yeah. But recently, I don't recall us. We seem to struggle against them. No. Yeah. Well, we did. You know, under Pellegrini, we struggled against them. Ayu got the last minute one <clears throat> yeah. against us. Yeah. Uh, Gallica. Gallagher scored a couple against us. I think we've struggled against them recently. Um, I think that's that might be another 2-1. Because I just don't see us ever keeping a clean sheet. So I can't see a 1-0. No. I'm going to say... 3-1. I I said we're going to win it, 3-1. Part of me thinks it might be 1-0. But I'm going to say 3-1. Three wins in the league in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that all day long. Definitely, definitely. Well, any other business? I don't think so at the moment. No, no. I mean, as we say, we've got two games. Next week we'll have two games to talk about. Yeah. With the rate they're coming. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have plenty to talk Save about. Save our breath. Weeks. Well, this has been Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans. With me this week has been Pete Harcourt. Thank you very much for having me. Come on, you irons.
If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.